0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Stevie Nicks
1: today. So how do you win your tickets to see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks? Whenever you hear Billy Joel bumper music, at some point today... When you hear Billy Joel, call in 651-461-9226. If you're the fifth caller, you win an excellent pair of tickets to see that duo at U.S. Bank November 10th. Blair, the info comes out on, what was it, Monday evening, yesterday's paper, that Dave Hutchinson, who, while sheriff of Hennepin County, had a significant DUI, driving very fast, weapon on him, um, things scattered in his vehicle, not telling the truth in any way when he was stopped, stepping away from the job. Then later, months later, while he's not the sheriff, an investigation took place which showed while he was in charge, words he offered up of harassment, bullying, racist comments, homophobic comments. And then word comes out that because of a state law that he, like others, after serving in his particular political duty, gets his previous job back with Metro Transit. And I said this yesterday. I I have talked to Dave a number of times. Dave, before he was a sheriff, would call into this show. I wish Dave Hutchinson no harm. There's no vendetta here. But to me... It's responsibility. And I also realize addiction and drinking and what can do? And they're friends of mine. And I even had another friend yesterday who's very close with Hutchinson tell me, you don't know how much he's struggling. So I wish him only the best. But I also, to me, feel like you need to leave your previous job in some level of good standing to automatically qualify to get your previous job back. And at this point, Sheriff Hutchinson in no way left in good standing. What do you what do you say about how this has all played out? It's a bad look. Um I, and I
2: don't know what, what standing he left Metro Transit in. I, I don't think yeah. he I don't think he left there in, I think that was in, fine. in bad standing. Yeah. Um and that has always been the law, right? To yeah. to protect people so that they can go and, and serve in, in an elected um capacity and not have to worry if they don't win again. Uh, And so that that part doesn't bother me. Um, The the rest, and I know Dave as well, um, and I wish him the best, just like you. Um, The new uh, revelations that came out, uh, as it were, with respect to the bullying and stuff, that floored me, Chad, because that's not the Dave that I know and now i don't work with him right. or for him yep. and so i'm i'm not apologizing for any of those things uh that were alleged if they happened yep uh, but, he denied it yeah it it just it doesn't sound like the the dave i know but clearly um it, he's he's been on a downward spiral here yep. and and clearly he's he's struggling with some things and so i i hope he he gets it together uh, cuz he he's a decent human being uh, and again from my perspective, because I never worked for him or with him, and so I'm sure there are others that that would say, "Yeah, okay, kick rocks, chief," because yeah. that that wasn't my experience with him, and I, I appreciate that, uh, and I'm sorry for anybody um, that that did have to be on the business end of that kind of behavior if, if it's if it's true, uh, and so let, let's just hope he
1: he figures it out and and gets it straightened out. Retired St. Claude Police Chief uh, Blair Anderson is with us. You know right now one of the issues which is being debated in St. Paul and with most Democrats in favor is the legalization of recreational marijuana. I've said many times that I believe marijuana should be legal. I'm libertarian on that because I believe we could go down the road of alcohol. We could go down the road of uh, prescription drugs and many others. But. We also know that there is no approved way to test if presently, while you're driving, you're impaired. Very different than with alcohol. And they can measure if you have some sort of THC in your body, but that could be from three days ago when you smoked. There are many people in law enforcement who are very hesitant about the legalization of recreational marijuana. Where are you at?
2: Um, And 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 so let me let me start with this. Um, There there are some ways. uh, There there are drug recognition experts who are trained to to detect uh, many different kinds of uh, illegal substances. Mm. Uh, Is that too
1: subjective though? uh, Hypothetically, I've I've
2: never been a DRE, but the training is extensive. Okay, uh, and it's trustworthy. Uh, Here, I'll, I'll say that in my professional opinion. Um, what I worry about most, if it is going to become legal recreationally, is I'll start with my own discipline. THC stays in your system longer than, than alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so if it's legal, are we going to have to have policies for our respective agencies that you, you can't do that and work here? Be, because the first thing that happens when we get involved in a critical incident or or an officer-involved shooting or something else like that. Guess what? They take a vial of blood. Yeah. To to make sure that there aren't any any substances in our system, right? Yep. Alcohol, right. marijuana, whatever. So how are we going to manage that as a profession? Uh, and and then what challenges where there'll be, right? Uh, and so if we, if we institute a policy at a particular PD and says oh that's fine marijuana's legal but you, you can't use it in work here and then somebody challenges us now we're, now what we're, we're at the Supreme Court now and and where does that end but it, it's more of a liability issue for me for uh, the men and women um, who who show up to work every day in uniform uh, you know as far as the rest of it Chad I'll be honest with you man I, I I've never arrested. Uh, anybody who was belligerent cuz they were smoking weed. I I'm just going to be honest with you. In my 27 years, I never fought with anybody on the street who was just high on weed. Uh and and so and and I have some family members who have used it medicinally uh, and it's made a tremendous difference in in their quality of life. So I I guess I'm libertarian uh, too, but, in that but, area. Yeah, yeah but, but as a law enforcement official, I can see all the potential pitfalls and, and where it could lead. So
1: uh, Minneapolis, the epicenter of the conversation about crime in this state, even before the murder of George Floyd, uh, whether it was the Star Tribune Sunday or other outlets, pointed out that in 2022 – By notable percentages, some level of violent crime down from the previous year. Does that make you optimistic about where we're heading? How much of this is related to Operation Endeavor, where they've put more police in that area, but they're also using overtime and they don't have the money for it? How how, for the skeptics who don't come downtown? And I don't ever get it during the day, i got to be honest. I still think there are many parts of downtown at night that are very, very safe. Sadly, there are more parts of downtown at night that 10 years ago were perfectly safe that aren't. I think you just be honest about that. How should the, the skeptics who want to come back but are uncertain about it, how should they view this as progress or a blip or where do you stand? Well, well,
2: first of all, and I, I don't mean to be flip when I say this, it's cold as hell outside, and in the winter time, uh, a lot of jurisdictions see uh, drops, yeah. in 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 the crime level because of the doggone weather. Let, yeah. Let's just some of it in, was
1: uh, in summer fall too,
2: though. Right, and yeah. so so what I would say to to those folks, those skeptics. It's the same thing I said to uh, our citizens in St. Cloud uh, because there were some who thought that downtown St. Cloud was just the wild, wild west. When, yeah. when in fact, the, the numbers show that it was one of the safest jurisdictions in the city. It's one of our safest beats. Um, I would tell people, live your life. You, you know, I mean, you, you, you can't, at least for me you know if mm-hmm. if i want to go somewhere i'm i'm going and and not just because i carry a firearm but uh i'm not going to let other people dictate that much of how i live my life now are there places that you ought not be yep pick a city doesn't matter if it's minneapolis detroit chicago right yep it, I, it doesn't matter there are places you just ought not be uh, and, and so I, I guess I, I don't want to, I don't want to live in fear like that or, or be in prison, especially when there's so much, um, to offer here. I, have never lived in Minneapolis, believe it or not. Um, but my wife is a, is a, is a South Sider. Um, but Minneapolis has a lot to offer. It man. does. It, it is, it yeah. is a, it is a, I'll say a small city because I'm from some place that's, five times larger. Yeah. But it has a big city feel, right? If if you want culture, if you want theater, if you want great restaurants, if you you know, whatever you want,
1: you can get it here and then you can leave. Let me jump in. I wish I had more time. We got but 2 minutes. As a black man, as a former police officer, when we think of racism within police departments, Are we getting better at ridding those individuals, the small percentage who are part of it? Is it status quo or is it getting worse?
2: Depends on where you are, Chad. Yeah. Uh, I've I've had my battles. uh, And anybody who looks like me in this profession, particularly in this state, uh, and you have to remember there's there's only 10,000-some cops in this state. Less than 300 are people of color. Um, Way too low. And, and, and I have worked with phenomenal people, right, that don't look like me uh, of all ethnicities. So once again, it's a very small percentage, and I'm not trying to evade your question, uh, of people. But for me, wherever that exists, that's a leadership issue more than anything else. And, and so perhaps that's the way it – well, not perhaps – That's the way I would have addressed it while I was sitting in that seat and did. It's a leadership issue because you can rid yourself uh, of people like that if you don't want that to be part of your culture. Um, uh, You know, you manage people where they are, and and if they're not getting on the train, it's leaving the station anyway. Um, and, And so you do your best to keep that kind of nonsense out of your culture, right? Every police department has a personality like, like any other uh, entity. And uh, there's just no place for that anywhere, as we all know. Um, but but to, to deny that it exists in, in certain places is, again, you're being intellectually dishonest. So I blame the leaders when things like that go on in places.
1: We've been talking for years on the radio. We've become good friends. I really appreciate you coming down. Let's let's keep doing this on a on a semi regular basis.
2: Chad, my my privilege and pleasure, man, to be here with you all today, and and Dave, and uh, I, I do. I, I thank you is not enough. I appreciate it. And my my shameless plug, I, I gave to Dave uh, on the break that um, I'm looking for an internship uh, here. So here I could, we got I a, we got a rigorous, rigorous criteria
1: too. We have a very. I thank you for your service. Most importantly, Blair Anderson with us
0: here on CCO.